This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi guys, it's Emma and Maggie, and welcome back to another episode of Love You Bye. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We're so excited to have her on, and I know that you guys are so excited to hear from her. She's an entrepreneur and professional photographer who has found so much success sharing her lifestyle content on social media across every platform. And she's a podcast host herself. Her podcast is called What We Said. Please welcome JC Marie. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. So we start off every episode with our peak in the pit of the week, which is just the highest and lowest point of your week, something that's happened, just share a little highlight and low light. So if you want to start off, we always let the guests start first. Okay. My peak is definitely, I, as you mentioned, I used to be a full-time photographer. So I was never in front of the camera. I was always behind the camera, like creative directing, doing photo shoots. And I haven't done that in years now. It's been so long and I've been missing it and kind of craving it lately. And so My best friend's sister is just like gorgeous. She doesn't really do modeling, but she's just so stunning. And um, she was saying how she kind of wants to like do a photo shoot soon or something. And I was like, wait, I want to like photograph someone soon. So we should go to the beach and do a photo shoot. So we did that two nights ago at sunset and it was so pretty and it was so fun. I feel like it just like filled something in my soul to just be creative for no reason. Like I, I was like, maybe I'll post these for fun on Instagram, like if I want to, but I this is literally just for fun and to be creative. I haven't done that in so long. That was my peak of the week for sure. Um, my pit is that you guys, I took off my gel extensions. I've had them on for legitimately three years. I'm in my natural nail girl summer and I'm trying to be Sophia Richie Grange, but I'm like having short nails when you go from having like long, beautiful, like it's hard, it's rough. So I'm, I'm trying to get used to that, but That's my pit. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like when you have the long nails, it just makes everything, like even holding your coffee feels better, you know? (laughs) Everything's so cute. And you guys film all the time too. Like if I'm filming for something and I'm like holding it or even like doing a skincare thing, I'm like, like I love the long nails, but it does feel kind of nice to have them short. So we'll see if I get used to it or if I just go running back. But yeah. (laughs) I feel like I've been struggling too. I'm like, do I go back and get them? Cause I've had just regular gel also. Same. And I'm like, oh, it's just something that the long nails just feels so much better and it looks so much better, but. It's so put together, but it is so much work. And like, it's so long. Do you feel like your nail appointments are two hours long? Yeah. Like I can't sit, I can't sit in my nail appointments when I get gel X. Cause it takes way too long. <laughs> It takes so long. It's such a first world problem, but I would like dread it. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be self-care. And I'm like, no, not the nail day. But yeah, yeah we're, we're in the short era. It takes, it's, it's quicker. So I like that. I love it. Emma, do you want to go next? Um, sure. Okay, wait, I have a really good peak. I haven't thought of my pit, but my peak is I bought my wedding dress yesterday, which I'm so <gasps> excited about. I finally picked it out and... 
oh my gosh I'm like just so happy with it and I'm really happy with I'm going to have there's four different looks for that whole weekend I have my rehearsal dinner dress which I bought yesterday also my wedding dress obviously which I got yesterday too and then I'm doing a look for reception right after ceremony and then also an after party look and those other two looks I'm really excited about because I'm going to be working with different designers for them and I'm just like so excited to go to like all those fittings and stuff so I feel like now that I have my wedding dress I can start to kind of plan like my looks because everything kind of goes around that one dress and then my pit would probably have to be oh my gosh what could, okay here's my pit <laughs> I feel like I this know sounds, what it's gonna be I like feel so I like feel like it, when I say this out loud it just sounds so dumb but I've been letting my hair just kind of do its own thing for the last couple of months because I used to dye it blonde every three months and so I was like okay like I'm gonna give my hair a break I got my extensions taken out in last like May I stopped dyeing my hair blonde I was like I'm just gonna let it breathe let it do it let it do let it do its thing I got my gel X taken off like I was just being natural and kind of letting myself cleanse I booked an appointment to get my hair dyed for like two weeks from now because I'm just like I can't do this anymore my hair is like too dark I need my blonde hair back I want to get extensions I was like I just am like I'm really missing it I feel like I'm in such like a not like an ugly phase but I literally feel like I'm going through an ugly phase but like I'm not I know I'm not like I'm not but I just feel like I need I don't know like with summer ending and fall coming I'm like ready to have my hair being like so full and light and bright and I just kind of I'm ready for that again you know what it's easier in the summer I feel like to be a little more natural and then like yes fall and winter comes around it's like I already feel ugly and pit. like I I said last week on my podcast I'm like I'm bringing pale girl fall like that's what we're, the vibe is pale girl fall um because mm-hmm. I have no choice as we can tell but like I've kind of tried to stop using self-tanner and I feel the same way where I'll, I'll go like a few weeks. I'm like, honestly, like I look pretty good. And then I just hit a breaking point. I'm like, give me this, give me this spray tan back. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I I've hit my, I've hit my boiling point. So I get it for sure. Yep. That's, That's so right funny now. because I was going to start off. I'm not even kidding. My pit was going to be, which is what I wanted to start with first, that I have just not felt like myself lately. And I have felt like, not as confident because I'm so pale and I was doing the same thing as you JC I was trying not to wear as much self tanner and I was like you know what I don't need to get spray tans it like wears off and doesn't even look natural anyway and whenever I do self tanner it always like looks awful on like my hands and my elbows so I was like we're gonna just embrace my natural pale skin and yesterday I like had a breaking point and I was like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm so, I feel so pale. Also like I'm trying to wear like minimal makeup and be more natural. I ordered and burned a foundation. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm so over it. I just don't feel cute. And I hate saying that out loud and being like, I don't know. I just like, don't like speaking like down on myself. Cause I feel like that's like what will manifest. And I don't know your mind, like subconsciously listens whether you like your words are powerful whether you realize it or not and so um that was my pit and then last night I literally put self-tanner on and I was like I can't 
I just need to do what's going to like make me feel good. Um, my peak was that I was like turning that situation around instead of like calling myself ugly and like being down on myself. I was like kind yeah. to myself. So that's, that was, my that's peak. what I was doing too. That's good. But, yeah. You know, I, we, we got to be realistic sometimes and just be like, this is how I feel the best. Or like, this is what I need right now. I need a boost. I need a boost and I'm going to put some self tanner on. It makes me feel confident. Great. Okay. We'll move. Maybe next week I'll be okay with being pale again, but today I'm not. So you just got to do you. I feel like as girls, we all deal with like the same thing. We, it's funny that we all have these problems. It's like girls have Absolutely. to do so much more and put so much more effort in than guys do. And it's just not fair. It's not fair. Well, let's get on into the episode. Okay, so for the people who don't follow you in social media, which I feel like is very few because everybody's so excited to hear this episode, um, just tell us about how you got started and how you made the transition from being a professional photographer to doing social media full-time? Yeah, so I have been a photographer since I can remember. I've never had a quote-unquote normal job or just a corporate job. I have always just worked for myself and done photos since I was like 15 or 14. I just made, that's how I made like little money back then. And then when I was in high school, that was always my thing. And when I graduated, I went to college for like two days legitimately and then dropped out. Um, because I was getting cool opportunities to travel and I was shooting a lot of bloggers, actually a lot of fashion bloggers. So, um, I, they would like be like, Hey, do you want to come to Paris with me and shoot me in all these outfits? And I was like, yes, I was 18. I was so excited. It was such a cool time for social media. So I was always the one behind the camera. I love being creative. I love all of that stuff. I shot weddings, like you mentioned and, um, how it kind of transitioned was like, I would kind of post a mix of like my personal life and my photos on my Instagram. And I started noticing, I don't know what year it was, but probably in like 2015 or 2016 that the photos of me and like my personal life would actually perform better. Like I would get more likes on them. Like me holding a camera would get more likes. I was like, that's interesting. I've always been very into like marketing and like just business in general. So I would kind of analyze that and be like, that's so interesting that like the photo of me would get more likes than like why people, I thought people followed me. And I started to realize I started to date my husband Leif and I would post photos with him. They would do way better than like my photos. Like the photos were still doing well, but I was like, this is so weird. So I kind of started just posting more and more in my life. And I ended up separating, I made a different photo account and I kept my account that had the followers as like my account. And I just started posting my life and like our travels and stuff. My mom works for the airlines. She works for American Airlines. And so up until I was like mid twenties, I had free flights. So I would travel constantly for photos and for anything and just like share my travels and stuff. And yeah, it just kind of turned into like people were following along with me and the behind the scenes of just my life and whatever I was doing. And then brands would start reaching out and be like, Hey, we want you to like, you know, hold the product. And I was like, Oh, Okay. So then I started just doing that. And then it's just evolved into TikTok and podcast and all of the stuff now. My God, I love that. What What was your favorite um, project or place that you traveled and thing that you shot before you started social media? Like what's something that you look back and you're like, this was my favorite. I'm so proud of this work. And it really like got me to where I am. Oh my gosh. There's so many things like 
two things specifically come to mind. One was that first trip I went on. Um, I went with my friends, Amber and Christine. They're both a little bit older than me. They're like OG fashion bloggers. And they paid me to come to uh, Paris and shoot them. And it was like my first time out of the country. I flew to Paris alone. I was 18. like, And I took these photos of them and they were so cool. Like looking back, I'm like, those are such good pictures. They were so long ago, but I, I genuinely am proud of them. And I feel like that was my first time kind of like, I don't know, just doing my thing. Like being, I was scared to travel out of the country alone, had never been anywhere. And that was just a really cool moment. Um, but the other thing that comes to mind is, so Leif and I actually uh, started shooting weddings together. He's very talented uh, at videography and filmmaking. And so we started teaming up. I would do photos, he would do video. And and we went when we were first married, we got hired to shoot a wedding in Tuscany, Italy. And the couple was Russian and spoke zero English, but they were like really cool and nice, but every, no one spoke English. And it was such an interesting, like I look back at that experience, I'm like, that also was so out of our comfort zone. We flew to Italy to shoot this wedding with people who we didn't, there was a huge language barrier, but the content was beautiful. I was creative directing them. It was really cool. And looking back, I, I'm like so grateful for those experiences. I feel like they definitely shaped me as a creative and as a person. Wow. I love that you guys are so creative together and like you started off and you did weddings together and stuff. Does he help you, your husband with your content now? Like you have, I feel like a built-in yes. like photographer. You don't have to worry about like anything. No, I have the OG like Instagram husband for real. Like he has been trained. This man is oh like trained and he is the best. Like at this point, I'm like, I would prefer you take my photos out of anyone. Like he is yeah. actually so good and like gets the angles, get the gets the candids. He's also obviously good at video. So it really is so nice. And it's cool to have someone who, appreciates things like in that same way I guess we really can connect and bond over that stuff but we don't work as much side by side as we used to he's like way more behind the scenes now uh but he still helps me out a ton and like he set this whole podcast thing up like he does all my tech stuff for me so it's so nice it's really really that's nice. so helpful I like ask my boyfriend to take a picture of me I'm like okay I have a campaign and I have to shoot it like I need it today and we will like go downtown in Boston and he literally like has a hood on like a hat looking around he thinks he's gonna like be a meme <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> like the guy taking the picture of his girlfriend I'm like, babe, totally. don't worry about it. I told Leif, I'm like, I need to come out with a course of like, this is how you train your, this is how you train your husband. Like, yeah, your boyfriend. you literally should. Like, here are you the should. angles. I was genuinely thinking of doing a TikTok series being like, here are the rules. <laughs> like, here are I the angles. I think you should do that. So. That's such a good idea because so many girls, I feel like struggle with that, like, with having their boyfriend take the pictures. And then it's like, I've seen TikToks where it's like sideways. It's like crooked. <laughs> I know the worst angles that make you look so short like coming kind of coming yeah, from above it's like from no above. no 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 like my fiance is so tall when he takes pictures of me I'm like oh my gosh I literally look like so stubby because he's so tall and like I'm like no like tilt it up like do something so it's like I look long and he's like oh okay it's so funny we gotta teach these men 
Hi guys, just taking a quick break from the show to hear from our sponsors today at Starbucks. Hear that? That's fall calling. And the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. From that first sweater to late autumn weather, it's all of fall in just one sip. There's nothing like fall in Boston. The leaves start to change colors, the weather cools down, and football season is right around the corner. But honestly, the biggest sign that autumn is here is being able to order a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte again. Just one sip and I immediately start thinking about apple orchards, pumpkin patches, and Halloween all at the same time. When the weather starts changing and fall is in the air, one of my favorite things to do is go out and grab a warm Starbucks drink in the morning and then go for a walk around my neighborhood or sip it throughout the day while I'm out running errands. And when a long day starts dragging on and I just feel like taking a midday nap, ordering a pumpkin spice latte is the perfect sweet afternoon pick-me-up to lift my spirits for the rest of the workday. It's time to sip that first taste of fall at Starbucks. And don't forget to order ahead on the Starbucks app. Now back to the show. Okay, so transitioning into like your background and a lot of people are interested in your life growing up. I actually got a few messages. People grew up in your same hometown, which I thought was really cool. Um, But so you grew up Mormon and you aren't anymore. Like you have moved away from that and you were very religious and just talk about that whole experience. I feel like I, I find it so interesting because obviously it's so different. And I've seen TikToks that you've made just about beliefs and stuff that you had in the past and just how crazy it is. Um, and now you're in just like a whole different era of your life. Yes. Now I'm a hoe, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to enter my hoe era, even though I'm 28 and married. But I know the joke behind that is really that, yes, I grew up very religious. Mormonism is so... It's fascinating to me, honestly, even looking back, because I think where I grew up was such a bubble. It was such, it was very heavily Mormon populated, very conservative. Like it just was all I knew. And I think kind of breaking that bubble and like moving to California, which I mean, there's, there's a lot of Mormons here too, but definitely not even close to like where I grew up. Um, and there's a lot of religious people, but it just opened my eyes a lot. And honestly, traveling did too. When I started traveling, I would be, because the whole concept, which is very common amongst most religions, I would say, is that you have the truth. Like you have the one and only truth within your religion. And you need to like follow the rules of that religion or else you're not gonna be happy. You don't, you're going off the path. God is not happy with you, whatever. So I was in a very specific, like uh, just way of life. And there's so many rules. I'm sure you guys have heard of like the cultural stuff. Like you can't drink coffee. You can't drink tea. You can't drink alcohol. I mean, there's a million things that are even similar to, you know, being Christian, like whatever. There's so many rules and regulations and things you have to do. You have to give 10% of all your income to the church. You have to go to the temple, which is like a very, very interesting place. And you have to like perform these like be in these like sacred rituals it's it's a lot like it's really intense and it's just so honestly weird to me looking back because it just was never me and my parents kind of always knew that I was always very like super curious quizzical asking questions like I don't get it why do we have to you know some things wouldn't make sense to me I'd be like I don't get why you can't drink coffee but you can drink so I was like oh is it caffeine that we can't drink but then everyone's drinking Coke and Dr. Pepper and other things with caffeine, energy drinks. So I was like, oh, and basically a lot of it's just inexplainable. It's like, oh, well, we just have to have faith. And it's like, we just have to read the scriptures and whatever. It so didn't connect with me and it never did. 
and I tried so hard to make it connect. Leif also grew up Mormon. We both were like, when we met, we're like, yeah, we're, we're Mormon. We're into it. But like, we, we could never, I don't know, like just get it really. And so we started to kind of walk away from it shortly after we had been married. And then like this past year has been the first time that I've like really spoken about it publicly and been like, yeah, no, like I'm not, I'm not Mormon. Like I don't connect to that anymore at all. I feel like that's something that is so scary to talk about publicly. And I like how you have kind of broken that barrier and have talked because you have such a big platform. And I think that it is important to have those types of conversations because that can be something that's so scary. Also, I feel like you have talked a lot about being in your flop era and now in your slay era. So I want to hear more about that because I have been going through like the past year, I feel like I have been kind of struggling because I feel like I've been on YouTube for like six years, which I feel like you've been doing social media so much longer than that. But I, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten to the point where my content, I feel like has been a little bit repetitive and especially with like so many new platforms with like reels on Instagram and then also TikTok, which I feel like is just a whole nother conversation. It's so crazy now how much social media has evolved. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to hear more about that because you also deleted Instagram for a while. And I feel like you've like re completely restarted your Instagram and got rid of the app. So I want to hear about that. Yes. I deleted Instagram, the whole app off my phone for six months, half a year. I was just like, crazy. so how that came to be is I was like feeling, I'm like, I am in my flop era heavily. That's how I felt. I'm like, I am, I lose followers on Instagram. Like I don't grow on many of my platforms. I'm uninspired. Like I just need a shift of some sort. And I was reflecting and I'm like, I don't know why. And this is different for every person. Like even my friends, um, Instagram for me was always like the one that affected my mental health the worst for some reason. Like I feel like just seeing everyone's stories and seeing what everyone is doing. I don't know if it's just overwhelming, like something about it. I was just like, I feel every time I get off Instagram, like I don't feel good and I feel like I should look into that. So I was like, I'm just going to delete it for a week. Um, basically like during kind of Christmas break, new year time. And I was like, and then I'll get back on in the new year. And like, maybe I'll be, you know, a little replenished and be ready to post stuff and be more inspired. After a week, I was like, that was the best week of my life. Like I had felt really like a weight was lifted. I don't know. I was just like not worried about things. I didn't have as much anxiety. I was like, okay, that's really weird. I'm going to do two weeks. It turned into six months. I just felt so good. I was like, why would I get it back? Like, I know I was saying no to money, but also I luckily mm -hmm. have other platforms. So I still had my podcast and TikTok and YouTube. And I'm like, that's enough. Like, I don't need to be doing everything. So yeah, I deleted it. I got it back six months later. I was so much more inspired. And now I have like such a different relationship with Instagram. I don't get on every day. It's not really my main thing, I guess, as far as my income at this point. Like I don't rely on it as much because I just, I don't know. I just enjoy, like I really enjoy TikTok. I feel like I thrive on it. Again, all my friends that are influencers are different. Some of them are like, TikTok is the worst for me. Like I get on there and my mental health is horrible. I, so it's just different for everyone. But I feel like that really did like kind of rejuvenate me and give me some inspiration. But I was going to say like, it is impossible to be on social media for a long time and not hit major flop 
seasons. Like it's, it goes in waves. And let me tell you girls, after I'm telling you, after you feel like you are flopping the hardest, like the sleigh will always come. I promise you just have to hold on. But something that I like to do too, to like refresh is just like, okay, even for YouTube, I was feeling like same thing. I'm like, these are repetitive. I do the same thing in every vlog. I'm bored, uh, whatever. I just think I'll just like sit down and pull out my um, laptop, like get on Pinterest, light a candle, listen to some music and be like, what's the vibe? What's the vibe that I want to like curate? What am I missing? Like, why am I feeling like this? And I kind of just like reflect on that. And recently I bought like a bigger tripod because I always just set my camera in like random locate the same locations every time, like on my kitchen thing, on my fireplace, like I have spots because it's easy. But I was like, I don't like these angles anymore. I'm bored. Like they've seen them a million times. I've seen them a million times. So I got a tripod and I've been like moving it and I'll just do different angles. And I'm like, oh, like it's exciting to me. And I think my audience maybe hopefully appreciates that as well. So that's a little tip that I've been doing. Wait, I love that because I see comments all the time of like, you're always filming in your kitchen. And I do the same thing. I put my camera in the same spots every time. And your audience like doesn't know other viewpoints from your house because of that. That's like the, I feel like that's the smallest thing. Like tripods are so cheap, just order them on Amazon, but it really does change the whole entire picture like of your content. I'm doing that. You should do it because I was like laying in bed. I, I did a clip where normally I would just like hold it while I'm talking about it or whatever, but I set my tripod up and kind of had it like angling down at me. And I was like, had a book and I was talking and whatever. And I had like my red light on and I looked back at the footage. I'm like, this is cute. Like this is a vibe. It feels so cozy and it's something different than they've seen. And I think it's fun to switch it up for yourself and for them. And just like, I'm just someone who really likes change, honestly. Like I, I appreciate routine, but I feel like I just get really bored with things. And so, yeah, I feel like there are small ways to switch things up. Same with TikToks. Like if you're like, oh, I'm bored on there. or I feel like I'm being repetitive for me. TikTok is more of my space that's like, fun like I feel like it's more I'm being fun I'm being silly I'm like I would never oh I would never get on Instagram and be like look at my hoe outfit like I would rather die something about TikTok it's like that's okay but on Instagram I'm like they're just different purposes for each one so you kind of have to like figure out your little your niche in every you know what I mean like your lane yeah they really do have such different vibes plus like your followers on tiktok are so different than your followers on instagram instagram gets like so personal and it's like people you know in real life are seeing your content like my there, grammy so follows like... my t- my instagram but not my tiktok <laughs> exactly like grammy ain't seeing these she's not seeing my like scandalous outfit so no she doesn't need to see that you're so consistent on tiktok though which is something that i admire so much and what are like your tips for TikTok? Like for somebody who is starting out or somebody who doesn't really know like what route they want to go, like what would you recommend on how to be really consistent without like burning yourself out and just like kind of finding the type of content that is best for you to post? A few things. You have to do something that you like and that you're interested in point blank period. Like do not try and take formulas from other people and be like, oh, okay, they did like a get ready with me every day. So I'm going to do that. It's like, if that's not what you like, like, don't do that. You, you, I feel like you have got to focus on the things that like you truly like and you feel like kind of make you unique and just like hone in on that. 
And number two, I actually just saw this video of this girl saying like, you know, it's been a thing, which I used to say this all the time to my friends. I'm like, you have to post a lot. Like you have to post three times a day, literally. And, and almost treat it as like your Instagram story. Like just post casually casual on TikTok to me does the best. Like just post casually every single day and be consistent for like three months, like post a lot. I still think that, but I also, I was just seeing this video and this girl was saying like, you have to identify your goal. What is your goal on TikTok? Is your goal to go viral or is your goal to build community? Because I think it's so much more important to build community. Like that is by far the way you're going to have longevity in any space is building a community that like truly knows you and loves you. So to me, like I've been trying really hard to not focus on numbers as far as TikTok goes. Like if one of my videos gets a million views and then the next one gets like 20,000. I'm like, whatever. Like I'm treating this as this is my little diary. This is my little corner on the internet. And I don't really care. Like, I don't want to say I don't care about the numbers because obviously anyone who does this as a job, like that's something you think about, but just not focusing on that as much and being like, I'm talking to my friends. Like I'm on here talking to my friends and, and also not speaking to the wrong audience. Cause sometimes I get like caught up in what I think people are saying. And so I'm like, I feel like I'm trying to prove something. But when I'm like, okay, no, I'm just going to think of my audience as like my besties. Like these are my people. These are my friends. I can say whatever to you and we know each other. I don't know. It just seems more like you get less burnt out too. Cause it's something you're interested in. You feel like you're talking to people that you kind of know and it's like fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's authentic. Like if you're just treating it as your little online diary or like your daily Instagram story, and you're just going on and talking about things that are happening in the moment, I feel like it's just more authentic and so much better because I feel like you're just speaking about what you're doing that day or like what's on your mind at the moment. And I feel like you're so good at creating that community like you talked about and having your audience that just like knows so much about you. And I feel like I've also seen you grow so much with just like different things you talk about on your TikTok. Like I feel like ever since the Kendall Jenner thing happened where like we're, we're going to, I want to talk about that. I feel like I've seen that in so many articles. Like I've seen that everywhere and even other people talking about it on my for you page. And I feel like your whole, then your community, if you go to the comments, they're all like talking about it, which I love. <laughs> so, okay. I'm wondering how that got started like talk about that whole situation. And also I'm wondering if um, you have confirmation that like Kendall knows who you are. Like we need the tea on that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> the whole thing got started as a complete joke. I, Kendall was dating Devin Booker at the time who plays for the Phoenix Suns. And um, I was at a Suns game with my family and we were there kind of early and cause I'm from Phoenix, obviously. And, um, one of the, like this random lady that works there came up to me and was like, Hey, would you want to be like on the jumbotron at halftime or whatever is like play a game. And I like wanted to say no, but I was like, I ha yes. Like, yes, I have to say yes. <laughs> you so have to, I have to, I'm like, what are the odds? Like, okay. So anyway, I was on the jumbotron and at the sun's game and Kendall like watches all the games, whatever. And I jokingly, she dyed her hair red a few weeks later. And so I jokingly made a TikTok, like complete satire. I was like, oh, I was like trying to figure out where Kendall got the inspiration to dye her hair red. And then I realized it was because she watches all the games. She saw me on the Jumbotron at the Suns game. And she was like, oh, that's stunning. Like I need red hair. And um, 
so then that's where it started. And then it just escalated. Like then there was this photo that I had posted that was like a white tank top with green pants. And I was like posing with my arm up. And then she posted like a very similar, just pose and outfit. Um, like a, like two weeks later. And so I posted that. I was like, oh, I was like, we, okay. I thought I was kidding, but I, I'm not. And I was like, still kidding. And then it just was like, actually like thing after thing, like really actually weird stuff where there was one, I was like in Italy reading the book, the surrender experiment. And I was like laying on, uh, I was in a bikini on a towel and I like took a photo. And then like a few days later, she was doing the same exact thing, reading the same book. Like it was literally the same exact book. And so it blew up. Like it, there was something else I feel like big that happened. There was a, oh, 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 there was this other photo of me like on a beach chair and I was like holding my hat like this and she posted one similar. Yes. And then, and then I like said, I just posted it. I didn't even say anything. I was like, you guys. And I posted them next to each other. And then I got on an airplane. I was going to Arizona and I got off the plane and she had deleted only that photo from the like photo dump. And I was like, so then that went viral too. And then Haley Bieber followed me like shortly after that. And like, um, I forget what else. There were a few other things, but it just, it just like kept going and it was like going viral, getting all these articles written about it. And, um, I have, I've never gotten actual confirmation like from her, but people like people will send me, they're like, Oh, this is Kylie Jenner's best friend that she's listening to your podcast. Like she posted, she's like listening to what we said. And then Simon Huck, do you know, Simon, it's like best friends with Courtney and like they do Lemmy, like he'll message me and stuff. And like, um, so I, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but the fact that also Haley followed me in the midst of it, like really was like, I was like, Whoa. I don't understand why. Cause she doesn't follow that many people. So I was like, is it about that? Yeah, or is it completely unrelated? Yeah. And they were making TikToks together and stuff like during that time frame when she followed. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I, but yeah, it just became this like massive thing. And so now like Anytime I do anything, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see Kendall with this hair color. Like, it's just kind of like a joke on my page now. And <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it was such a funny, it was like a full year. I'm not kidding. Like it, the joke lasted a year. It's like still kind of going, but it's crazy. I'm just, I just always wait for new similarities, you know? I know that's crazy. The picture being deleted out of the photo dump is the craziest thing. Yeah, that's nuts. Cause like, that's not a coincidence, you know? <laughs> I, I know. It was just- She's definitely like hearing it and like trying to like with you I know I was like wait are we playing games I know and I'm like I was trying to get everyone to understand I'm like because people big you hate on Kendall I'm like no 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 no. me and Kendall are twin flames you guys don't get it (laughs) yeah we're like you're like you don't get it you're you're not getting it like like, I'm her muse (laughs) yes I'm like there's an invisible thread like you're not understanding and yeah anyway it's so funny because people will just be like I don't know, like, because now I'll, because I've linked myself to her in my brain, like I will see things and I'm just like, we're like, we're, we're on the same wavelength. Like something, something is connected, but it's so funny. Someone just tagged me. They're like, this is my Roman empire. Have you seen the Roman empire thing? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. They're like, this is my version. Like, this is the thing I think about all the time. I was like, same, same. That is so funny. Oh, also on TikTok, I have seen you post about a lot about curating the perfect photo dump. And I feel like on your Instagram, like you always have the most aesthetic photo dump. So what is your, like, what are your tips for that? Cause I okay. know you have like a whole thing. Yes. 
my my main takeaway like you can go to my tiktok for the formula dumps or for the or the yeah photo dump formulas but i i just think like you have to have dimension and like different things in your photo dump so you need to be taking photos at like different focal lengths and like different angles a boring photo dump is something where you're like swiping through and it's like, oh, these all kind of look like similar. Like to me, it's fun to see like completely new images. Like every photo is like, oh, that's a completely different, even if you're in the same, even if you took them all within the same day or whatever, or in the same location. So what I like personally, and this is just like coming from my photo background, I love like having an iPhone picture in there, but then I have this like little baby, like Canon digital camera that I'll bring. That's like super tiny, but it kind of gives like a film vibe. And I'll like put a photo from there in it or I'll have like, like in all my vlogs, I have camcorder footage at the beginning just because I like the way it looks like I'll just go around and take cute camcorder footage of stuff I'm up to. So I'll take like a screenshot from like one of those videos and put it in and then I'll take like a picture of my food, a picture of me with friends. Like I try and just switch it up. But how I do photo dumps is like I don't post on Instagram that much. So it's kind of like a roundup of like a few weeks. It's never just like one day. So that's how I'm able to get so much like variety. But I just think it's fun to look at photo dumps that are like, I don't know, just completely interesting and like different things. And when I say different focal lengths, I mean like, you know, one of the photos is like zoomed up. So it's a closer shot. One of them's like a detail shot of your outfit. And then one of them's from far away. Like it just is more interesting, I think. Yeah, I think so too, especially because I feel like on Instagram now with the photo dumps, I feel like it gives you like such a different look into someone's life and like. Mm -hmm. I feel like net people have been getting so creative with it and I love that you use different cameras what is the Canon that you use is it the power shot so I got it I need to find where is the photo maybe I'll post it on my Instagram I have it on my Amazon storefront actually I'm forgetting the name of it I think it is a power shot it's like older though like I got it on um, I actually got it at a flea market but you can get it online on like different websites um but like it's an older camera. So it gives like that photo shoot I just did of my friend's sister. I like took all these beautiful film photos and then I just took like a few on flash at the end with like her with these like vintage sunglasses. And I'm like, those are the best ones. <laughs> like they're so cute. It just gives such a cute effortless vibe. Also, I think that's key with photo dumps is just like keeping it effortless, like putting in a silly photo or a video to like let people in on your life and your personality. I think it's fun. I love that. And transitioning into your so you live in Orange County mm-hmm. and Emma you used to live there for a little bit I know <laughs> a little bit few months and we Three always months. talk about our favorites on the podcast just like restaurants that we like to go to um like our spots for coffee stuff like that so where are your go-to's like your go-to Ooh. spots in Orange County for people who are who live it there or people who go to visit like what would you recommend like places you have to go to Okay, well, just in general, you need to go to, which I'm sure you guys have been, like Lido Marina Village, like just that whole little shopping area. It's it's so cute. It's It's beautiful there. It's stunning. It has great restaurants. There's like Zinke, Nobu. um, They have Malibu Farm there. They have, I'm trying to think of, they just came out with a, or they just, there's a pizza spot that's new there that's really cute. Um. But that whole area is just, like, really cute. They have Hearst, which I love for coffee, um, Blue Bottle. Let me think of some other places that I like to go. I love going to Kit, just as, like, a coffee shop. Did you guys ever go there? Mm. I did go there. That was right near my house. 
it's like keep in touch. It's called Kit. It's really good. Yeah. Um, there's one called Work in Progress. Did you ever go there, Emma? I haven't been there. It's really cute. It's a coffee shop as well. I feel like there are a lot of good coffee shops like just in that area. Um, so Work in Progress and they have uh, good sandwiches too. I'm trying to think of where else like Leif and I go a lot. Those are like- Wait, have you ever been to Alta? Yes. Okay, because that's right near Lido and it was like one of my favorite, by far favorite coffee places to go to and they have such good sandwiches. Oh my gosh, and the chai is so good. I'm a chai girly. Mm-hmm. I love chai. The Their chai's, chai's amazing. Insane. It's insane. insane. I like still think about the ice dirty chai from there. So it's good. Like a, so good. It's delicious. No, I'm glad you brought that up. Honestly, I might go there today. Thank you for reading that up. Oh, stop. Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I wonder if they have like a pumpkin one. I need to ask. Um, but yeah, those are the main... I'm trying to think of where else we go for like lunches and stuff. But we do a lot of like sandwiches. There's this place called... Um, oh my gosh, what is it called? I think it's called Mario's. Oh, no, no, no. It's called Sections. And they do, it's like a butcher place, but they do sandwiches. And it was a joke on my YouTube channel. I would call them literally. They only do sandwiches certain days of the week. And I would call and they'd be like, oh, we're not doing them because it's like a holiday. And then the next time I'd call, it would, it would randomly be like another holiday. I would like remember every few weeks and they'd be like, oh, they'd be like, it's it's because of Thanksgiving we're not. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And I call again and they're like, oh, it's Christmas time now. I was like, oh. And then it was like New Year's, like Valentine's. I was like, oh my gosh. So for literally six months, I could not get a sandwich. And then finally I got it. I was like, wait, it's really good. Like it was worth it. So. Wait, that is so funny. (laughs) Okay, and we have some questions, audience questions, before we end off the episode. So we're just going to go through and do rapid fire questions. So the first one is favorite place you've ever traveled. Oh my gosh. I think I have to say Australia. I've been twice really? and I, yeah, and I really want to go back. Like, okay, actually, it, okay, Italy is my favorite country in the world. I will say that. <laughs> I've been there the most though. Like I go, I try and go there once a year, if at all possible. I actually didn't go this year, but like, have you guys been to Italy in the summertime? Yeah, I have. Oh my gosh. Like I've just, there's, I feel like there's nothing like it. Like it's just my favorite place ever, but Australia is somewhere that I would like move. Like I really loved it. Yeah. Specifically Byron Bay. I've never been. It's just so far that I get like anxiety thinking about like the plane, but I've just heard it's so gorgeous and there's Mm -hmm. just nothing like it. It's so, oh, it's so beautiful and just like great food, healthy vibe. I don't know. I really like it, but it is so far. Like that flight was not okay, but it is really beautiful once you're there. (laughs) Tips on how to have such a healthy marriage. You got to pick the right person, number one. Ladies, you got to, like, do not settle, number one, at all. I feel like I got married really young, actually, so I feel like I just got really lucky. I'm like, oh, we're just, like, very compatible. But um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just, like, don't try and play games or, like, not play hard to get. Obviously, you're already married. But I feel like something I'm working on and I do work on a lot is, like, just being very honest and open. Like if there's a conflict, not being like, no, I'm fine. Being like, yeah, this is what I feel. And I like, you know, I feel like Leif and I are actually very good at like resolving conflict and we're just like very honest with each other. And I feel like that's the foundation of everything. But also you got to choose like just your best friend, the person that you laugh with and you love hanging out with. Like you have to like them so much, like not just love them, but you have to like being around them. You're going to be around them so often 
Like you have to think of them as your best friend and I feel like just have so much fun with them. I love that. That is so true. I agree. (laughs) I feel like it even shows in your content just like how genuine and how much you just like love spending time together. Yes, we, we really are just like besties, I feel like. And we've always had that friendship. Like we were friends first. And I think that, I mean, for <laughs> for a week and then we started dating but I mean like we yeah. when we <laughs> yeah. met it was like oh I'm fr- like I like you I like being around you and you are yeah like we get each other and then it's like okay yeah and we yeah. are romantic now but yeah favorite trends at the moment and then also throw in a trend that you hate so what do you love and hate <sighs> right now I really even though I was saying it's my pit like I actually do like that the trend is I feel like moving a little more natural like I feel like for the past little bit it has been I feel like for a while there the trend was very much like okay also I do have plastic surgery so (laughs) and Botox but I'm just saying like (laughs) it it was very much like fillers and long nails and like I feel like it's kind of just easing into this like more chill cool girl like natural aesthetic which I really appreciate honestly because it's easier to upkeep um yeah less so effort I, mm-hmm, the effortless vibe I love let me think of a trend I hate hmm basically I just hate any trend that like I don't look good in <laughs> like if any any fall like fashion <laughs> trend comes out I'm like oh great like I hate show I feel I'm very, I'm short so I hate like certain silhouettes on me and so when it's like mini skirts are in I'm like great like I just don't like trends that don't don't revolve around me basically I can't think of a specific one at the moment but I'll be brainstorming what are three products that you cannot live without Ooh, okay I don't know how to pronounce this brand but um it's a cleanser it's like a hydrating cleanser that I've been using and it's actually just uh like what is the word drugstore it's just from the drugstore it's do you guys know the brand like La Roche Posay or something oh yeah Okay, so I've been using their hydrating cleanser for like six months now, and I love it. Like, I'm convinced that that is part of why my skin has been clear, because I've had a lot of skin issues, um, and why it's not super dry. It could be the summer as well. I feel like summer skin is always better, but um, I love that cleanser. I just got the Rode, like, strawberry glaze lip balm, and I'm actually obsessed with it. Like, the way it smells, I'm obsessed. I had- It smells like- um pink starburst it does that's what I I want to eat it it smells so good I literally want to eat it um I'm trying to think of another product or something that I use like all the time and I'm trying not to be basic um hmm honestly my kindle my kindle is a must do you guys read on a kindle ever I have an ipad so I like would read on my ipad but people are like do not read on an iPad because you are still getting blue light. So if you're like reading before bed, it's really bad for your eyes and you like won't fall asleep or whatever. But I need to get a Kindle because I've heard like such great things about them. And I read a ton and I just have like books stacked up in in my house everywhere. (laughs) And I'm like, I like, like, I like having a physical book and like reading that, but I feel like like I need to transition to the Kindle. Here's the thing. I agree. I love having a physical book, especially like self-help books or things that I want to like kind of mm-hmm. highlight or something like that. Highlight. Yes. But for novels or things like that, like the Kindle, I'm telling you, it's the way because something that just like, oh my gosh, drives me insane about reading a physical book is when you're like kind of laying in bed and you're like kind of trying to go to the side and the book's like, I'm oh, like thinking about it is making me so mad. The Kindle just like solves every problem. Like you can literally be like laying on your side completely. It's like, 
small, compact. It's not yep. hurting your eyes. It has a spot for you to like comfortably grab it. I'm like going into a full Kindle commercial, but it is like I my favorite thing. I love it so much. And it turned me into a more of a reader because it's like so easy and traveling with it too. It's literally this big. It's so thin. It's yeah, less. that's so true. I hate traveling like, with books because bringing- they bend. <laughs> Yes. And plus, what if you like go on a trip and you finish your book and then like you have to bring multiple books with you if you read a lot? Oh my God, I'm sold. I'm sold on the Kindle. Also, with I feel like with a book, I hate seeing how much I have left. Like if I have a lot and if it's like a really big book. And I feel like when I read on my iPad, like you don't see as you're reading, obviously it's just on the screen. So you don't realize how much you're reading. And then, you know what I mean? Yes, you can turn on on the bottom. You can have it off or on, but you can have it. It will like um, sense your reading speed and it'll be like you have like three hours left of this book or like you have you're at like 20 percent of this book or you can turn it off so you don't even know. But it's like kind of actually so nice. Yeah. Wait, I love that. Yeah, it's the best. Okay, last question. This one's really good. What is the biggest lesson you have learned in this season of your life? Oh my gosh, patience, like 100 percent. I just feel like there's been a lot of things that I've been working on behind the scenes in life that have been requiring so much patience. Like I'm talking years, years of things. Like I've been working on a project, like a brand for literally like two and a half years. And I am such like, I've always been such a, I guess, instant gratification type of person where I just like, when I think of it, I literally do it the next day. Like I was telling you, I'm like, oh, I'm missing photography. Literally, I'm like, can you shoot tomorrow? Like I just, I do things quickly, I feel like. And um, this has been just such a test of my patience. And I have like some other things in life that I feel that way about too, where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like why isn't this happening? Because I'm not in complete control over it. But it really has changed my life to let go a little bit and be like, Life is not always what I want it to be exactly how I like in my timing and that's okay. And it's like actually allowed me to, I don't know, just like have this new perspective and have less anxiety weirdly where I'm just like, I don't control every single bit of my life. I can like have a positive attitude and I can try and manifest positive things into my life, but that doesn't mean everything goes according to my plan in exactly the way I want it to. And that's okay. Like, I feel like that's been a huge lesson for me this whole year. I love that. And I feel like it allows you to enjoy where you're at more. Definitely. Okay. So that is all that we have for today's episode. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was so nice to like meet you ish, just at least over the, over zoom. It was, it was so fun and I'm excited for you guys to keep podcasting. It's my favorite thing that I do. I think it's so fun and I'm glad you guys are doing it. Me too. It's been so fun. And let everybody know where they can find you, like all your social media podcasts, stuff like that. Yeah. So basically on every social media platform, it's just my full name, JC Marie Smith, J-A-C-I. And my podcast is called What We Said. It's with my best friend, Chelsea. We've been best friends since we were 15 and we just talk, talk, talk. It's a super lifestyle, fun girl chat podcast and we love it so much. Um, be sure to subscribe and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you guys get your podcasts for Love You Bye. And you can follow Maggie and I on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all across, just our names. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>